0: Welcome back, Wellington Access Radio, 783 AM. Here we are in the studio with your guest for the second half. Introduce him.
1: We have a guest. We have um, James Smith, who comes to to us from Bass Jump Improv, which is a... (laughs) Wellington Theatre Company. Are you reading off your phone? I'm actually reading off my phone. I didn't didn't have a lot of time to prep, James. One might say say I'm improvising here.
2: You've done one of our courses. You should know this should not be, like, you should not be fabricating this. You should be purely from your own experience. Come on. There you go. I'm going to read
1: off the website. um, So, uh, James is the co-founder of Bass Jump Improv, which is a Wellington, Chicago-style improvised theatre and
2: comedy company. Do you want me to take over?
1: Yeah. Why don't you introduce, introduce yourself? James. Go ahead, James. Hey,
2: everyone. I'm James, and I'm the co-founder of Base Jump Improv. We run and we te- we run classes, and we teach um, in the style of some of the great sketch and improv comedy theaters from the states. Um, examples: The Second City, um, the Annoyance, um, I.O. Chicago, and Upright Citizens Brigade. So, um, if you
1: love them, you will love Bass Jump.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And if you don't know who they are, <laughs> or you don't know what improv even is, what, what what is it, James?
2: Well, improv started off as an actor's warm up, like improvising, um, coming off script or making it up on the spot. Um, there's various schools. We got uh, most people know about theatre sports and whose line is it anyway? Um, that's the kind of thing you grow up doing at school. Um, but in this country, for some particular reason, no one knows about the other style which exists, which comes from the States. Um, yeah, Chicago style, which is a little bit different. Um, still improv, still great fun, but just approaches it from a different angle.
1: So like, whose line is it anyway? Yeah, They're like, you have this scene, you're this guy, you're an angry dude at a bus stop, <laughs> you've got something in your hand, okay, go. Who's on it anyway? Small
2: games with props. Um, There's a definite uh, beginning and end, and there's a director. Um, Together that makes up a whole show. Uh, What we do um, is more uh, improvised sketch. So uh, it comes from the world of situational comedy or sitcoms, and it's more like a sketch but improvised. It shares all the comedic um, theory and properties of that kind of thing. Yeah. So,
1: lots of lots of comedians are from an improv background, right? Absolutely. And lots
2: of lots of shows
1: on TV as well. Are, essentially, they've come out of an improv.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, so um, most of the cast of Saturday Night Live, if you guys are into that, um, have been casted from the Second City or likewise improv theaters, UCB. Um, People like the this is going back a bit, but maybe there's some kids out there that know the Belushi Brothers, um, Bill Murray, um I've um, I've heard of him. The entire most of the cast of Anchorman are in an improv troupe from Io Chicago. Um yeah. Amy Fuller, Tina Fey, they all started out. I say Thirty Rock. Yep. Yeah. So they all started out and got noticed through being with various improv teams in that in that style.
1: Why why is it? Why is it cool? Like, what do you what do you like about it?
2: Like, what do I like it, about it? What
1: does it do to your brain? That's that's cool.
2: Yeah, right. Um, well, it opens you up to a whole lot of like mental skills. If you want physical skills, yeah, like uh, quick thinking. Um, you become better communicator. Um, you develop way less selfish listening. You actually listen to people a lot better. Um, you can unlock sort of a sense of creativity within yourself um, well that 's exactly what happened to me anyway um, you know there's lots of secret improvisers out there hidden in the world of it or like desk jobs, office jobs, and they just are busting at the scenes for a creative outlet, you know and they 've just got no they 've got no way of expressing, and then all of a sudden they see in the paper or they see a, a comedy show or something suggested improv and they get in the class and it's like, bam. So the, so the best people in improv aren't just like the loud, funny people that are always annoying you at your office? No, nah, it's definitely not just full of jerks, you know? Like, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, You mean they're welcome too. But. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we, we're like, we're very supportive. we want like a whole range of
1: people, but, um, <laughs> um, but yeah. But you're, you're introverted like... Um, people who are just like staring at their computer all day can be
2: absolutely man that's what's the thing it's a really collaborative art form and yeah like one of the other things I like about it is it's total collaborative creativity so why does it
1: why does it work for them as well
2: Um, it works for them because so quick thinking is quite a a skill that um, helps people be good at improv so a lot of these people that are doing programming or whatever they're quite quick in the the way that the skills that they have for the job Mm -hmm. includes that um Mm Um, and like they said, problem
1: solving, they're thinking laterally all the time. Absolutely, so yeah.
2: And also, they're people that are on the media like all day, like they have access to the media, they're watching stuff. And so, they're watching pop comedy, they're watching, like, they're on social media, they're looking at stuff. And by absorbing yourself within the thing, you automatically become, like, better at it than if you were completely oblivious. Yeah.
1: Totally. So, do you, I mean, so, like, yeah, improv yeah. is often having to think of things. With no warning, completely on the spot. And so you, you're you just like... Well,
2: to some extent, man. Yeah, so part of it is spontaneity, right? Mm-hmm. Developing the ability to be spontaneous. But, you know, like all improvisation, like whether it's dancing or jazz music, it's improvised around a form. Like you're given something and you train in something and then you hang your improv off that. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So it's not just a stream of like conscious random ideas, or is is it is are you just plucking some random things from your consciousness? Oh, well, it
2: can be like you can be like it can be a total associative world around a word that's or something that you've seen that triggers it, but um, generally there's something there to help you like a format or a structure. Is
1: yeah. it dangerous though? Do you do you have have you? Oh yeah, it's absolutely of, dangerous like... for your health. No. No. <laughs> 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 um, I mean, do you have do you have you ever had experiences where you are um? You know, like, you're trying to come up with random things on the spot and just something that you didn't want to pop out of your brain does.
2: Yeah, absolutely. That happens all the time. And (laughs) I've had to get very comfortable at exposing the filth of my subconscious to people. (laughs) I guess it's the beauty of comedy. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. The key, Yeah, exp- uh, talking about that, yeah, you're kind of exposing your subconscious sometimes in training or like when you're learning to improvise because you're going beyond like your normal planned thought pattern. Yeah. And that's full of a whole lot of stuff. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> that,
1: is, that is the richness of comedy, right? Absolutely, Like that, Absolutely, is, that yeah. is the stuff you want to hear, like the personal, yeah, uh, hilarious, dark stuff that's coming out of people's brain or like just yeah. random connections they make.
2: But the key thing is when you're warming up, you get the opportunity to dive in there and get rid of all that bad stuff and then... When you get on stage, or when you're doing a bit more, you you get to some a sense of realness about some hidden treasures which are in your subconscious, which you never knew were there. That's
1: right. Great. Yeah. Well, why don't you tell us how one of your classes works? How do you how you do get there?
2: Sure. Yeah, we got a actually we got a level one class coming up on May seventh. No way. Yeah, we do Sunday <laughs> afternoons. May seventh. Th- yep, three till five thirty, and it just happens to be. Like coincidentally, immediately before one of our fortnightly shows. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us about that, James. Yeah, absolutely. So we've got our level one class May seventh. Um, it's for seven weeks, and it's a two and a half hour class, and it's with Claire Kerrison, our co-founder, teacher extraordinaire. Um, and this is going to be This will teach the fundamental building blocks of improv, mm-hmm. um, like agreeing with each other, like um, being spontaneous, and it's through a whole lot of. Games, exercises, and drills in a supportive group environment. Um, so you can come
1: to this foundation class, yep. and you have no experience in improv, absolutely, you know, not being a theatre geek at school, absolutely. You're just like sitting in your office, you're like, I want, I want something, so absolutely. Something but
2: we'll totally accept you if you are a theatre geek too. So you know, it's we're a very inclusive <laughs> community. <you know? laughs> all right, all right. So tell us, what is, what is, this, what will this class be like? What will you do? Um, so it will be lots of icebreakers initially, getting to know the rest of your uh, group, and then we'll be breaking into uh, various games and drills, which introduce you to the ideas of agreeing with each other and being spontaneous and having fun. Essentially, that's it, but uh, but designed in a way which builds on the previous skills every week. Right? Um, Why well, do a, you want to do? You want to have a jam? You want to have a, do a little bit of thing? Do you? Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: yeah, I guess that's what we we did sort of promise that Laura and I would <laughs> do some improv. And I, as as it's closer, it's like, oh, oh it's terrifying. But uh, can, once again,
2: I uh, state Henry, you've done one about you've done our level one class, and you you you're you're very capable. You're very clever, from what I remember. So,
1: yeah, it was great. It was a really cool class. Yeah, I remember also it was. I remember being terrified, but it was such a cool thing to learn. Yeah, and It was a really good skill. Well, I did it. Um, why don't you tell us what? maybe first wait what is what are some of the good principles of, of cool? Doing so, improv and, what, and maybe we're not not today
2: yeah right on so i guess the initial um, the founding concept of improvised theater is yes and which means you're agreeing with what your scene partner offers you when you say a line of dialogue to your scene partner you're making an offer and the concept of yes and is that you're no matter what they say you're going to be like Hell yes, I agree with you, and I'm on board. So that could be ha- that's normally happening within your brain. You're not saying that out loud. <laughs> but we have a whole lot of drills to like help you get used to doing that. So, so for
1: example, like what what would be a
2: uh, for example, I could say um, a line of dialogue to you right now, and I'll expect you to agree with it and not deny it, and then add something onto that. So if I said, "There is a cold cheese toasty on the table." Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, totally. So you disagree. I mean, that's the simple words, but yeah. um, the worst, but you don't you don't want to say. I don't want you to say, no, no there isn't. We're on a bus. Let's get on the bus, James. I say, oh, okay. What about my cheese toastie? And the whole scene that I was going to say about right. cheese and go to France.
1: Right. Which is, which is, I think, as I, from, from, I remember, that it's surprisingly hard not to disagree with people in an yeah. improv scene. Because for some reason, I don't know if it's just me, but like, for some reason, you're kind of trained to like. No, no, that's not right, mate. Like to critique people or or something, and it's yeah. There's
2: like you 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 when you're learning, you're starting out, you're you're kind of vulnerable. So you and like you've got these like little tics, and we want to shut it down because we're uncomfortable. And so, our when we're dealing with improv and the subconscious, we say that um, we're aiming for fifty percent of scenes to be um, you know positive, and fifty percent of scenes being negative. You know. Um, and we always have to remind us. And to get fifty percent, we have to actually track, practice almost doing a hundred percent positive scenes. Because our tendency is to make the scene negative all the time, or to shut the other person down and say no, and to end in conflict. So yeah, it's just a, a habit of our discomfort with having to be in the moment and improvise. Yeah. Okay. Should we do? Should we do a little drill? Sure.
0: Am I in this exercise as well? Yeah, Lord, you're,
2: you're most likely in, in this. I mean, this could be the precursor to you actually coming along to the class. I mean, I've been pestering you for such a long time.
0: I've been invited many a time. Yeah. I, I, um, it may be the precursor. We'll see.
2: Yeah. Wow. Well.
0: Also, I control all the microphones right now, so, <laughs> so you know, if you guys, if I just want my own spotlight, I can just turn you guys off. And then it's the Laura show.
2: You can improv yeah. away, Laura, if you want. It's kind of like the Laura show in your mind anyway, right?
0: Yeah. Well, just like every day. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Um, so, let's do a little drill. This is a typical drill you would find in any improv, like level one improv class. So, it's going to be it's like gift giving is the name of the exercise, I think. But um, mm-hmm. So, it's going to start off. I'm going to offer you a gift. Mm-hmm you're going to uh, accept the gift and you're going to label what it is. So you're going to say, for example, I'm going to, uh, so I'm going to go, Hey, uh, Henry, I've got this incredible gift for you. And you're going to go, Oh, thanks. The head of a mannequin. That's, always, that, that's really kind of you. That's exactly what I wanted because blah, 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 blah. You're going to come up with that. Yeah, and I'm gonna go. That's not uh, that's not any head of a mannequin. That is the head of a mannequin that was um, that was a head of a mannequin that was previously wearing the prime minister's suit today before he went shopping for it or something ridiculous and boring like that.
1: Right, I kind of find it really hard not to use the mannequin example. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: All right, let's try. All right, what do you want to
2: do, Laura?
0: Okay, I'll go first.
2: No, yeah. Okay, so I'll do it for one of you and then you do it to the other person. Are you ready?
0: Yes, James. Laura,
2: I've got this beautiful... Oh, and should I, what I should say in subtext because no one can see this is I'm like f- creating a physicality with this gift in my hands and I'm literally giving them a gift and there's a weight and a shape to it. I'm kind of yeah. miming as I do this okay. across the radio yeah. desk.
0: Thank you. It's
2: kind of moving.
0: Ugh, oh, oh. It's heavy. Oh, James, it's three bars of gold. Thank you. (laughs)
2: It's not just any bars of gold. Those are the three bars of gold that were first found in Bendigo in the 1890s gold rush.
0: (gasps) Fantastic. That's just what I need because I'm starting a gold miners museum and this will be my signature piece.
2: OMG you are. (laughs) All right. <laughs> 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 All right, Henry, you, your turn to make a fool of yourself. Go on. Am I giving a gifting? You. Or you
0: Should I give the gift?
2: Yeah, give the gift to Henry.
0: Ready, Henry? Yeah, sure. Henry, Henry, I got a gift for you. Catch.
1: <laughs> oh, oh my God, this is amazing.
2: You've just <laughs> you've
1: just thrown me uh, this 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 the CD that I always wanted. <sighs> ah. <laughs> That's so cool of you.
0: That's right, and it's not just any CD the, that you always wanted. It's a CD that you always wanted, which I um, ripped onto my computer and then made twelve hundred copies and distributed to your friends all over Wellington. So
1: we can all now listen to like the Now it's 24, that's twenty four. That's right, all the time and anywhere in the city. <laughs> 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 like the most thoughtful friend ever. Yay! Hooray!
2: Which brings us to the principle of support so we teach our students always <laughs> to clap and celebrate any response because it's a success and it gets you used and gets you rid of that fear of failure so, yeah yeah yeah, yeah i mean it's
1: amazing like even some this is quite simple and obviously to listeners probably quite stupid um like little <laughs> <laughs> interaction but like even like anything simple is just really hard to think when you're thinking right on the spot yeah um your brain's just like what the hell
2: yeah doing? Yeah, it's a brain... Well, at least minus. Yeah. It's brain fry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and. Cool, man, what else do you want to ask me?
1: Well, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, so... Time we,
0: for the Im- improvised part of the interview. Yeah, this,
1: yeah. this is possibly going off script. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, why did, where, did, where did you get involved in improv? Like, what? Oh, question.
0: that's a great well, question. What was the, yeah. what was the inspiration the
2: Whoa, that is a great question. Um, I... What, do you want short or long?
0: We've got five minutes. Okay, so for medium
2: length, right? Medium. So I was working in rural Australia as a physiotherapist, and I was working in small town hospitals and small towns. There wasn't much going on, and I was bored to shit. And (laughs) and I really needed some stimulation, you know. And I had um, just I had recently, before I left New Zealand, like done a performance storytelling course that you know that kind of thing actually existed, and it was it was awesome. And there was a bit of improvisation in that. And I was like, man, I really want to do some more of that stuff. So I looked up online. I found this like improv course in Melbourne. And I was about three mm-hmm. hours drive from Melbourne. Damn. And I was like, it's fine. You know, I can drive there, go to class, and then drive back. Cause I was de- so you were, you I was were really de- desperate. I something. was really desperate for, like, friends, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just other human beings, things to do. It was like... And so I did. I made the drive. I made the drive and I you know, never looked back. I found this uh, improv course with Impro Melbourne, which was like lots of um, games and fun and spontaneity. And then when I moved to Melbourne eventually, I discovered the Improv Conspiracy Theatre, which is a Chicago-style improv troupe in Melbourne that do the style that inspired me in Wellington. And yeah, when I saw that, I saw their shows, I was totally hooked on that. And so I did their public workshops and I trained hard and studied hard. and went to shows, workshops um, and yeah. yeah, just, just, uh, you know, surrounded myself in that environment, met people, talked, yeah, everything. Totally cool. consumed with it. Yeah. Cool. So
1: if you're out there listening and kind of really bored <laughs> and want to push yourself yeah, beyond your limits, um, James is base jump. Improv Workshop. That's probably pretty awesome for
2: you. Absolutely. You can find us on basejumpimprov.co.nz or at base jump Improv on Facebook. Um, actually, if you want to come along tomorrow night, we've got a student show at Toy Ponicky at seven pm in the upper chamber. That's where you can see um, two student groups. Um, yeah, do their end of term performance. Free, free, free. Koha, yeah. Cool. Donate so yeah. Toi Ponaki. Toi at seven pm, upper chamber.
1: Awesome, yes. Yeah, so, and yeah. and one thing I should mention as well, because like you, you also have another teacher involved, right? Absolutely, a really Claire, a really experienced, really experienced, awesome experienced sort of Claire. Career. Like
2: this could not have happened without Claire Harrison. Yeah, this is a total um, collaboration between Claire Kerrison and myself. She is uh, an incredibly experienced improviser and teacher and performer. And yeah, we got to, uh, we met last May. I took one of her classes, and then found out that she is doing this stuff in London. Um, and, yeah, uh, powers combined, bam, bass awesome. jump. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. okay, so if you want
1: to do improv and you want an amazing teacher and you want to meet James, who's has been <laughs> exactly to us, you should go along tomorrow night or look up Bass Jump Improv online and book yourself in. Um, thanks for coming in, James. No You're worries. Awesome. Should we listen to a song now, Laura?
0: Here's a song. Awesome. French for Rabbits.